Hello and welcome once again to Volker Rog, aka Podcast of the Four Horsemen, through to episode 17, Making Changes, Coming Together. And on today's show, we do have Safety Guide Foundation. Absolutely brilliant. We've been following Safety Guide for quite a long time now. They're a Manchester-based business, a nice charity. Um, and we've been following for so long now because they do so much for the community, do so much for well-being and anti-bullying and so forth. They're really, really nice people. And we're here today to highlight and promote what they're doing for the country and for the community so that we can get this to everybody on the podcast all around the world from America all the way over to Australia. So today, I'd like to welcome Byron. Hilton Hello. and <laughs> Hinton and Robin Reed. So what we're going to do, I'm going to make Byron introduce himself and tell you a bit about yourself before we go into yeah. that. Well, first of all, my name is Byron Hyton. Thank so you. That's going to be an ongoing job now, now Mr. Hilton. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> yeah, I'm Byron Hyton. I work for the Safety Guy Foundation. I'm the anti-knife crime uh, teacher. Uh, motivational speaker uh, and the man- manager of the knife crime division. Uh, yeah, and I go around the, the country educating children on the, the effects that knife crime can have on families. Uh, I lost my brother in 2014 to knife crime. Um, so yeah, I, I just use uh, that pain and that negative part of my life as now my weapon to better young people's minds, <coughs> lives, and keeping children safe in education. And I work alongside, obviously, I get lucky to work alongside a Amazing box like Robin Reed as well. It's good, yeah, good. Yeah, Robin Reed. We've all grown up to see him in Wolf, in Wolverhampton and surrounding areas. A well-known boxer who I've grown up to be watching on the telly. Absolutely fantastic guy as well. So Robin, just give say hello to the audience and just tell them, give them a little bit about you. Yeah, morning guys. My name's Robin Reed. I'm a former three-time world champion and a former Olympic bronze medalist. I'm also the uh, director of Safety Guide Foundation, uh, director also of, of Safe Start, which is going to be our uh, alternative provision that we're setting up at the moment, which is soon to be opened. Um, yeah, what we're doing, like just uh, touching on what Byron said, uh, we're going into the community, schools, colleges, uh, boxing clubs, after-school clubs, um, Making the kids, you know, getting the, getting the kids aware on the the anti uh, anti knife crime uh, campaign that we're doing, the anti bullying campaign that we're doing, because like you say, uh, <clears throat> knife crime's rife all over the country, not just Manchester, Birmingham. It's all over the country, and um, yeah, you know, that's what Byron's doing. He's you know, it's this tragic story about his brother, but he's going into schools, uh, colleges, talking about his story. You know, hopefully to make the uh, the, the young kids and youth of today aware of the dangers of knife crime and also bullying. You know. Cause I was bullied as a kid, <clears throat> believe it or not, as a world champion, a lot of people are surprised, but yeah, I was bullied as a kid, mainly racism, um, and it's just, <clears throat> you know, that's my story, telling, talk, talking to the kids about, you know, the effects that that bullying can have on people, and just how to overcome it, and, you know, I went on to become a world champion, but, you know, the message you're trying to get to the kids is it doesn't have to be boxing, it can be football, it can be bodybuilding, it can be any sport, it can be a hobby, anything they're into, anything to focus on. To stay away from this, um, you know, the, the, the gang culture, the knife crime, um, the bullying, uh, you know, and all the adverse things in, in young lives these days. So, yeah, you know, that's that's what we're doing. And yeah, yeah, we've got we've we've got to do that, um, Robin, because like I says, I grew up. I was a little, I won't say a bad boy. Yeah, I liked to fight and that. Yes, as he says, um, Robin, through to racialism and racism and so forth. So, this is the thing that we have to send out and this message and it's not going to take one person to send this message at what you're sending yourselves we sent out a message as well we've opened a football team in the 
international fighting yeah, knife crime and they're in the Warsaw Youth Junior Youth League and they're doing absolutely brilliant and the names of Jubilee Jaguars and um, they were ex-West Bromwich United um, coaches and they lost their jobs and we took them on and opened Jubilee Jaguars so like I said we're going to be working with you very very closely as well because what we believe in is what you're doing for the kids and for the community is absolutely brilliant. We need to make these kids understand that, yes, you, there is going to be times in your life that you're going to be a, a fearful, but you haven't got to turn that fearfulness into negativity because yeah. that's what usually happens sometimes. They're fearful of themselves because we're all fearful at something. Exactly, yeah. But yeah. It's human nature. It's human nature, but yeah. then we got the the hyena pack mentality now where yeah. before when I was a kid growing up, it used to be you had to fight on your own. Yeah. You know, nobody joined in the fight. You fight on your own. And after that fight, testosterone levels went away and you ended up becoming friends. Now it's a pack mentality. And this is what we've all got to try and change. So, Byron, what I would like you to do, because I still want people to understand and let them feel where safety guys coming from, could you just give them a guideline of what you went through with your brother, please? Yeah, uh, I was sat at home uh, playing PlayStation, I think it was, in 2013. Yeah, 2013, and obviously I was at home minding my own business. I was just relaxing after a, a day at work in the gym, and then obviously the, the street like lit up like Beirut, like a war scene, if you will. The ambulances, it was a helicopter, police cars, everyone was screaming. So I went to the front door, and just as I got to the front door, someone was trying to kick my front door through, and when I opened it, it was my brother's friends saying I need to say bye to my brother, you know, you think he's going to die, etc. things like that. So I ran, and before you know it, I was in the ambulance with him. So, you know, one minute I'm at home, play PlayStation, next minute I'm in the back of an ambulance, you know, trying, holding his hand, like, watching him die. He got stabbed 24 times the first time uh, with a machete. So, you know, that kind of stuff messes with your head, you know. For, it should. Yeah, every time I do the talk, it, like, sort of, um, like, now I can speak about it now because I've not got the trigger, I call them trigger pictures, yeah. to trigger my PTSD. So I'm all right now. Um, so yeah, then obviously, he, don't know how, he was like one in a million, he survived. Uh, I met a, a paramedic a few months later, some knife crime thing. Uh, it, um, I think it was Hutton uh, Police Station. And he said, oh my God, job, I was one of the paramedics with your brother. So he's seen a great white sharp bike with less injuries. That's how bad it was. Yeah. But he survived, Jay, you know what I mean? He got a job. I know people my age who don't work and they've got no excuse not to work, but my brother had like a fractured spine and all sorts and he got a job. He still went to work. Yeah, he still went to work. Yeah. So I remember him back. saying to him, Mummy, 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 and she, like, if you met my brother, it was like a massive, he was like six foot, six foot tall, he was massive. And you know, you, you knew not to sort of mess with him kind of thing, but he was a nice lad at the same time. Everyone loved him, he had a heart of gold. And then my mum said, bloody hell, John Jaws just run me. That was sitting and he said he's scared. He don't want to get stabbed again. You know, so that's he what... Does, he does, yeah, he causes mental yeah, issues, yeah, causes yeah, mental issues he with your brain. So he didn't, he didn't want to be in that, that, that sort of culture anymore, so he changed. He got a job, stuff like that, and then, you know, he's got a son. Still got a son now, obviously. And then a year later, I think it was two weeks prior after his 18th birthday, he was stabbed again in the same street, the same area, the same spot, just because some of his friends did some at the night before that he was not involved, involved in. in but he got and then yeah, he got it. brought into it and he got stabbed numerous times and the fl fatal blow to the neck and that's when he died. I think he died like, he said something like between 30 and 45 seconds max, he, he was dead. So this, this is the thing people, you need to, kids, you need to understand what you're doing with this pack mentality. We really need to try and do something. And like I said, it's not gonna take one of us, it's not gonna take one campaign, it's not gonna take one charity, it's gonna take everybody coming together to make this change. And if people don't believe me, what I'm saying today, 
mark this day today that I told you it's going to take everybody to come together to make this change individually it's not going to individually it's not going to work and I don't want to you know mess with anybody's parade but it's not going to work individually you have to come together because you have to understand how pack mentality works once you understand how a pack mentality works then you'll know how to break down the pack mentality but it's going to take all of us and Robin I would like you just to highlight as well about that you know the bullying and what you <coughs> went through yourself to to get people to understand why we've come today and understand why Safety Guide Foundation is now, you know, being promoted yeah. around the world now. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, brought up in foster care. I was uh, in a kid's home at the age of six months. I think I was fostered out at the age of, I think it was three or four to my foster parents, my foster man, foster dad, and I was with them, uh, you know, until now. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I was born in Liverpool. We moved to a little town called Runcorn at the time, which was a new town. Um, uh, and I was the only mixed race kid in um, in uh, our junior school and in the senior school. I think there was two or three of us in the senior school. Uh, so the junior school, I cop for it, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I understand now, now I'm older and wiser, you know. But I didn't understand that, you know, like why I was getting picked on, the racist names, same here, same you know, here, the N word yeah. getting dropped all the time. And that used to crucify. Really, used to break my heart. There. I mean, I used to get into fights because of the bullying. I didn't want to. I was forced into that position, you know. I try and take a different route home, you know. And they, 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 it was always the older lads as well. They were always a couple of, you know couple of years older than me, you know, they'd find out where I was and they'd hunt me down if you like. You're yeah, no, 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 listen, it's, it's the truth. We're talking I know. about the hyenas. Yeah, These yeah, hyenas. guys, they, I remember them, they used to hunt me down practically, you know, used to find where I was going, uh, which way I was going home, corner me off, and it was me and a couple of mates, and we were just quiet kids, you know, we, we were the odd bunch if you like, we just quiet, kept ourselves to ourselves. You know, my, my, my friends, they weren't fighters. You know, so got into position again, you know, and I knew it was coming, you know, and I didn't want to fight, but I put in a position where I had to, you know, they grabbed me, pushed me about, punched me or whatever. And I'll be honest, this is even before I got into boxing, I always come out, I always come out, you know, okay, you know what I mean, yeah. I could defend myself. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying that's what you should do, but, you know, backed into no, a corner, you need to defend yourself we, sometimes. We, we had, we had to, and I have to make people understand how racism affected me. Racism turned a, a small young lad into a, a nice little lad running around, exactly, really, and yeah. it turned me into, I'm going to say to people, a, a violent person, and I don't mean violent as in I go around and cause trouble. No, it was violent to defend myself, yeah. because when you're getting 20 people around you calling you derogative names and, and so forth, they yeah. think that it's kind of like a laugh and a joke, but they don't really understand how, how you're, you're affecting that that child. You're affecting the child's well-being. Go and affect an adult. Leave the kids alone. Yeah. Stop affecting each other, giving people nervous breakdowns, because mental issues start from things. Sometimes it just comes because you probably had food or your body and your metabolism or whatever, but majority of times it's forced on you by society. <clears throat> yeah. So what I would like to say is, at Vocal Rock, we love what you're doing. Yeah. We absolutely love it. I've been speaking to you for a bit now, Byron, yeah. to say like how much we want to work together and spread this word. So I would like to say, how did SGF eventually come about? Uh, it started in 2016, um, obviously with the likes of Rob, uh, Matt and a few other directors. He had a vision. They stuck to it, you know. I think we sent out something ridiculous, like over a million, but over a million books for free, and they're not cheap books. That, you know, you can imagine they are proper 
very and well, some of them are written an Afghan one that I'm in as well um, is written by an ex police officer yeah. you know we, we they did go the extra mile yeah. when people, our research, yeah, people yeah. say to us I say how, have you, how are you doing this job how are you doing it but we don't realise but until I started eight nine months ago yeah. something like that the the the, the the energy and stuff that the directors believed and put all the you know, not put all their funds into, mm-hmm. and now it's grown. And like I say, when we go to talks, Rob gets people saying, "Oh my God, I look at the book, it'll believe differently." I got an inbox of a day after doing a talk with a guy saying he come to my talk saying he's changed his life. That is the that's the reward. That's yeah. that's the that fruit. That's the fruit of the, of the the growing, if you will. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's the prize. It's like, yeah. it's like I mean, obviously, obviously, I attend Byron's talks. I mean, I, I, we originally started, I was freestyle, I'll be old man, yeah. we were freestyling. Yeah, was, yeah. I mean, I was going to schools and I was just talking about my experience, like I'm talking to you, yeah. you know, uh, I was just everything off the top of my head, I was freestyling. <clears throat> and it worked, don't get me wrong, you know, but then Byron came along, you know, with telling his story and he's, he's made it more structured, his PowerPoints and everything, and it's a lot more present. I'm not saying that as well as present, yeah. it worked for but, what we did. Because you got to start from somewhere. Exactly, yeah. you know, our audience was young kids at the time, you know, and now, you know, the knife crime side of it is more, the old, you know, getting into the older teens and whatnot, so, you know, and I, I the first time I, because do you remember when we did the first one at the box? Yeah, yeah, I have a piece of paper. the first time I met him. Yeah, I have a piece of paper, now, now we've both got <laughs> yeah, laptops and projectors. Yeah, nobody was brilliant, nobody was brilliant, one of you did off the top of his head. I mean, I still get nervous now doing yeah, it, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And that's a good thing, because I always say, if you're not nervous, there's, no, there's something yeah, yeah, not yeah, right. Yeah, 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 right. And I remember we were doing a talk at the boxing club, and it went really, really well. And this is the first time I met the guy and the first time I'd heard the story. And I was in tears. I'll me hands yeah. I'm in tears every time, don't get me wrong, because it's so We made a guy, sad, we made a guy collapsing. Story. I see we, did the, we did it last week, and uh, I sort of made I made my story. But we don't really talk anymore. We've got, both got stories yeah. on, on laptops. You yeah. know? It's like you're watching yeah. a mini film from yeah. bullying and, and I've cried. And then the next minute, a girl went outside. Like, Where's she going? And someone collapsed on the floor. Somebody dropped. They, they were there crying that much yeah, at the yeah. talk. They, they went outside. But it's that but powerful. But the thing is, I've, I've, I've created, I've made my own little formula. And then Rob's got his own little formula. And this is why what we do works. Because we sit in this office and we just do it and do it and do it and do it and do it to the point where now... It's just natural. You just want to be the next step. You need to come see what we do. Yeah. Bring your tissues. Yeah. yeah. No, but, <laughs> but, but this is the thing. This is the power and what I want to get across to the audience because like I said our audience is all around the yeah. world <coughs> and these are real stories see these are real stories real stories yeah. we're, life stories yeah we, we're here to get people to listen in understand relate to the person see where they're coming back and I remember even growing up in Birmingham and Wolverhampton I remember John Joe mm. I remember the story yeah. so mm. you, 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 I remember the first time I seen it and he came up on the telly and, and I was like what's going on here so you know I'm a young lad myself at mm-hmm. the time and I'm like what, what's going on is yeah. this what everything's turned out to be because before you put your long islands up which is your fists yeah. and you, you fought it out yeah. and once the testosterone yeah. gone you could be yeah. friends again yeah. I mean that's what I say it's like you know I'm 48 years of old. I know I don't look it, but I'm 48 <laughs> years a lot younger, a lot younger audience. But anyway, um, <laughs> like you say, and when, when we're doing that, so it's like the, the surprising thing for me. And I, when you know, because obviously uh, Byron does his talk about the knife crime and stuff. And I have to say, you know, that like when I was a kid, there was no knife crime. Then I mean, the, 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 the only things that like you know to involving knives, you were talking like mass murderers. You yeah. were talking yeah. like you know Jack the Ripper, Ripper. Yeah, yeah. the Yorkshire like Ripper, yeah. and that yeah. was big news. That was yeah. a shock. You weren't hearing the kids. We used to, and I'll melt my hands up as kids. We used to carry little pocket knives for chipping wood in the. Yeah, it, it, yeah to take over the field. Yeah, to take over the fires. Chip a stick and that, and that was it. Nobody was thinking about sticking them in in other people. And if you had a fisticuff, you had. 
the fisty cuff, then that was it. Yeah. And it's unfortunately, you know, we've got to the times we're in now. You know, we talk about it in our talks, social media, yeah. uh, peer pressure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's like, is. you know, like, and part of, obviously, Byron's talk is, you know, the machetes. The, yeah, our yeah. kids are walking about, do you see, with machetes down the pants, yeah. thinking they're bigger. You know, what, you know, I'm not calling these guys as such, but what I'm saying is, there's a problem somewhere, there's a yeah, reason problem. Yeah, we need to get into that. And it's peer problem. pressure, yeah, it's yeah. peer pressure. Yeah, because a lot of, you can't tell me, out of gang of ten, all them gang of ten, they're all wrong, you know, they're all evil, no, or they're all wrong. No, they're, they're not. not. They're following the mates. You yeah, carry this, yeah. you carry where that. Did you get, where did you get this idea from? You've got to have been taught it, or you've got to have seen it from somewhere to come with this pet mentality. And I say to people, I like to speak open and truth, and I'm, this is going to probably sound wrong, but I'm not really bothered if it sounds wrong. It's the point I'm trying to make. When I was a kid, I says we used to fight Long Island. Yeah. There wasn't used to, there used to be fights, but there wouldn't be a lot of fights. Do you know why there wasn't used to be like X amount of fights? Because the guys who used to be scared knew when to sit down and behave. Yeah. Now, it's guys that are scared in a pack mentality yeah, yeah, yeah. going around doing all stabbings. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But then what they don't realise because they're in the pack mentality thinking that they're all the big I am's, it's all right when you're stabbing him. It's okay, you probably ain't going to feel nothing. But as soon as that guy dies, uh, exactly. you're going to have to live with these flashbacks for the rest of your days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that prison, in your cell, when no one's coming to see you, exactly. you're going to be feeling these pressures yeah, yeah. and you're going to wish you'd never done it, but it's going to be too, too late. late. Yeah. And yeah. this is going to be a consequence for the rest of your life where no one wants to hire you, no one wants to give you a job, no one wants to do nothing for you. And we're trying to prevent you. It's a prevention as well as it happening. We've got to try and prevent this. And I love what Byron, Robin, Stu, Safety Guide, the Safety Guide Foundation are doing. Um, example with Alison Cope and so forth. We've, I'm going to get all these people to work together because I believe what they're doing is such a fantastic thing because I've had friends that have lost to knife crimes. I've had friends lost to gun crimes and so forth. So I know first hands of the experience of how it feels when... It's somebody you love that's yeah. passed away. Just like yeah. Byron, was, you know what it feels. And you've got to understand, people, it never leaves you. Even though you can live every day is a day-by-day -day situation, but it never leaves you. You'll be sitting there watching the telly, slap bang in your head, flashback, and you'll always keep remembering it. You'll hear something on the telly, flashbang, bang, what's happening? So I'd like you to tell the people, what do you have for future references, what you want to do moving forward? I want to build an empire. I mean, I'm talking to one of my friends called Ben. He's an ex-gang member. You know, he doesn't really mind me talking about him. Really, he talks about me all the time in his talks, and he does gang-related talks. Um, and basically, obviously, he's an ex-gang member. And I want to build up on that. I want to have it so like we've got like a, we've got Rob doing bullying, we've got me doing knife crime, we've got Ben potentially, hopefully, in the future doing that. I want to build something where me and Rob have got such a powerful team that we can do it all. We, to be fair, we, we, we're doing most of it ourselves by now, but we, you know, like we're an empire of what we can do. We want to be countrywide. We want it to be in education. Uh, you know, I want my talk, especially both our talks, to be, to be in education, because when you witness the talk, you realise how hard-hitting it is. Then you listen. Like, like that. That's, it's, that's when you get them, you see their eyes go from not listening to listening. listening yeah. And then, as I say, we've done this talk to to police and we've had them in tears, we've done it to fire brigade, we've had them in tears Politician. and politicians yeah, went to the Met House of Parliament yeah. and yeah. they was like, wow, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and when people see it, even ITV came and recorded my talk the other day and, and they sent me a message saying I've never seen, we'll put it this way, I've had now 
it first of all I ignored it. The second time I listened a little bit, the third time I was like, hang on, something's not right. I've had three separate people that are all from, one was from the Fire Brigade, one was from the TV, I think it was BBC, and one was uh, <clears throat> someone who works in um, Preston, kind of a, uh, like high up in Preston, like yeah. keep runs Preston. Yeah, and all three, yeah, MP or something. I can't remember what her name was. And all three of them, in three separate occasions over the last nine months, have said that um, what they've just witnessed is the best in the country, or nearly the best in the country. And I'm high school dropout. Yeah, and dyslexic, you, you wouldn't believe getting and I all this feedback. And yeah, and, and yeah, and it's hard to believe. And all I've done is taken my pain and used the weapon. Like you were saying, then I related to everything you said. Then when you have these flashbangs, I I, I only found out and work for started working for the company. A few months down the line, I get really upset in my talks, sweaty. I get, I basically, I get, I got PTSD. You, you, you yeah, I've got as PTSD. Well. Yeah. So you know, and and as you say, I'll be watching TV, and like something will go off in my head, and next minute I'm thinking about. I can talk about it now because it's easy. Yeah. I'm not going to sugarpot. So I yeah. think about hanging myself, yeah. and I swear down on my brother's grave. I remember telling my mum only a few about a month ago, and she was in tears, and she's like, I can't believe you've been thinking about. It. I, I've been doing that for five years. Yeah, I know. I can't control yeah. it. And it goes, then it goes. And it's like, wow, why didn't I think about that then? And then I'll be randomly in the shower, I'll just cry, and then, you know, all, all random things like that, and then every day I do the talk, it happens. The only difference is I sort of learn how to to sort of grab hold of it and use it as a weapon kind of thing. I just, at the same time, I always relate to people, what about them sad people, you know, lonely, and they do end up taking their lives? It's like, it's such a shame that I'm managed to grab hold of it and be like, you know, putting the middle finger up to it and I'm like, I'm gonna use you as a weapon. But then these other people don't have that opportunity. They don't. They don't, so yeah. and it's like and then they end up taking the life. You know, it's when you when you when you when you think about taking your life and you're actually going to do it, like a friend of mine saved my life once called Chad. Um he stopped me from killing myself a few weeks after my brother. Uh I just feel so bad when you hear it in the news because you're like, Jesus, I wonder if they if they had a mate like Chad, they would be still be here. Or I wonder if they had I, I, friends like yeah. us that could do this, and if they're still alive. If they had the support, yeah, if they had the support, the support line coming. Because like yeah. myself, I tried to take my life myself. Myself. Yeah. So it's weird. I, things, I hear so things, many people saying, yeah. "Oh yeah, how did he do that? Yeah. Oh, imagine what he feels like." But he said, "When I listen to people say that, I could be in a nightclub. I've had loads, loads of occasions. Someone's saying something about suicide, and they'll go as if they've done that. What yeah. a fool! Oh, yeah, yeah, but then in my head, people. I'm like, you don't know what that swat. You haven't had that yeah. light switch in your head got switched, yeah. and then luckily someone." switch mine off and then now I've got this job and I use it I suffer every day yeah. but I suffer and I get texts like you've changed my life and so it's yeah. sort of that's a balancing yeah, act. Yeah, yeah, basically balances out. Yeah, so to speak, you know what I mean? And then it kills me. Because it's all, oh my God. See, this is the knock on effect that we were talking about. You were saying earlier about, you know, this is what these kids ain't thinking. They're living for the here and now. Yeah. They've got a knife in the hand, they're backed into a corner, they stabbed someone, and in their head, that's it. But it's not it. It's the knock on effect. They've taken the life. They've got another 70s of the life. Exactly. I've been living like this for five years and I can hold my hand up and say say I, the average the average person lives to 73 yeah, years let's say like 74 that, yeah. years yeah. so for the next what 50 years I'm going to feel like this, this. Yeah. but you are yeah, it's you like with the PTSD sorry. we learned about ACEs that's what you did me wrong yeah. and the yeah. chemical imbalance in your brain why you get PTSD why you get ADHD why mm. these kids do these bad things yeah. when, they, when, when they do see and that's what it's understanding yeah. the kid what the yeah. position they're putting themselves in that they're putting themselves in that they are in that's what I'm saying not all kids that are running about with now are wrong they're not necessarily wrong 
they've had to, there's probably deep, deep issues with them. Do you know it's like we were talking the other day? They might not even get they get it they come home after school. You know, I've got a little boy of eight. <clears throat> Uh, take him to school and pick him up. We've got a great relationship. I pick him up. I ask him what he's done to you. Have you had a good day? Have you had a good day in school today, champ? Yeah. Now he's not. He's not. He's not brilliant spelling. We, yeah. We've got his doing spellings this morning. <laughs> so we're rushing to school, like doing his spellings, and he was struggling a bit. Do you know what I mean? But I still give him praise. Don't yeah, worry, yeah, champ. Yeah. Don't worry. You'll be all right. Yeah, but daddy, what if I don't get eight out of eight? Don't worry, don't worry about don't it, worry, champ. Yeah. Do your best, and that's what it's about. Making them kids feel not special you know feel special feel yeah. something yeah if they don't even get a hello how was school today when they get home from school they feel yeah. worthless don't they so they go upstairs they're on their computer they're on the they're on the laptop they're on the social media all the, vi all the violence exactly yeah. what are you up to you go and hang out the park yeah. you know blah 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 it's do you know what I mean so that's where it's starting they've got nothing else to do nobody's showing yeah. them any attention back home. I'm not saying that's always the problem mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying Peer pressure again, it's peer coming pressure. out about the yeah, park, the next minute yeah. you're up to no good, you've got yourself in trouble. Yeah. Like I say, they're living for the here and now, at the age of 15, 16, what they're forgetting is, yeah, they're going to want to have kids settled down at 70 years. Yeah. 70 years yeah, of your then, life, yeah, well, don't then, ruin it for yeah, the sake of because it's 17, you go and stab that person, yeah. you're not going to have your kids for now. Exactly. Just remember, you've got I this mean, dream, you want a kid, yeah. I, want a, my, yeah. I want a life, you won't have these things because... What happens is, like we're saying about peer pressure, yeah. it's like we're all like friends, and then I says, Oh, go do Robin, go and do that, Robin, go and do that. That's and then you've got the it's yeah, it's grooming, yeah. and then you've got yeah. the big kids. It's, it's so frightening. How yeah. I do it in my right, talks, right? right. Yeah, you say to kids, yeah. blah, 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 if your mate says you used to do this for 100 quid, would you do it? And they're all a bit silent. I go, You do know if you said, Yeah, that's grooming. Yeah. No one wants to be yeah. labeled yeah. as being See, think, yeah, with society, is it? You mentioned grooming, people automatically. Think sexual grooming, yeah, and that's not just sexual. Grooming's on a bigger scale. Now, when we're doing our talks, it's like I've only just realised myself now, you know, over the last year or so, that I could have gone down that path. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was generally a good kid. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It wasn't like, like I say, I got bullied and all the rest of it. But I was still a good kid, yeah? But I could have. I mean, I got into boxing. I'm not... Because I don't want to want any of these people who was boxing saved me as such. You know what mm. I mean? If I hadn't got into boxing, I'd have been a wrong one. I'm not going to say that because I don't know. I was generally a good kid anyway. I got into boxing, not just because of the bullying. You mean that me, my, my foster dad used to watch a bit of boxing. And you want to do what your dad yeah, does, yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? I got to stay true. up a bit later. So I'm watching this Sugar Ray Leonard and I'm thinking, wow, look at these guys. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, you know Sugar Ray Leonard, good looking yeah, guy, yeah. big afro coming out, he yeah. looks the part. You know, he's got all the cockiness, and I'm thinking, wow. Do you know what I mean? Here's me copping for all the, the name calling and feeling low about myself, no confidence. Mm -hmm. Then you've got this guy walking out, and I thought, wow, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could do that. But I'm only wishing it. No, 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 you, you, you don't want to, because it's like this everybody comes to me as well on the go. Oh, you know, your podcast is brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's this, it's that, it's this, it's that. Oh, I love the way how you present yourself. Yeah, I'm a confident person. But I'm going to tell anybody that's confident, you're not really as confident as you really feel. Yeah. It's just about putting Never. that yeah. one step forward. That's how I'm going to call it. It's put one step forward because there's apprehension, there's fear, there's so forth. It's human nature. It's human nature. It's in me, it's in you, it's yeah. in everybody, politician, the queen. Everybody's got it in them. Yeah. It's about just trying to put that one step forward. Don't try and make big steps. Yeah. But one step forward and move like that because you get people scared to open up and talk and they're timid. Yeah. It's just that we all gotta talk together, like are we talking today. Look how we talk today. Yeah. The feedback that you're gonna get off this with the people around the world is gonna be humongous. We as Volker Rogue, we wanna help spread your name. Yeah. We wanna be with you like forever. Yeah. As in we're all working together and we wanna make these things work. I wanna we've got other 
companies, other charities that I wanted you to work with as well. Mm-hmm. Let's start talking to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I believe if we talk to each other, I could be here with something that you need that could help you. Mm-hmm. You could have something I need that could help me, but I don't know. And yeah, how are we going to exactly. know about it? Yeah, By speak. communicating yeah. and talking. Yeah. So, as you can see, people, this is a big, wide aspect showing you how PTSD can happen. So, you know, we had Andrew Chi Osborne and our um, Hall of Famer, eight-time Hall of Famer from Wolverhampton. He went through the same thing, PTSD. He guy came to his workplace. He was a security guard. Guy's come in, he's got a, a um, baseball bat, knives, nails in it, builds his belt, knives in it, and came to attack him, come up to him, and he goes, are you Andrew Osborne? And he's gone like, yeah. He goes, how can I help you? Because I'm here to kill you and your family today. And that sent him into PTSD. And you know who helped him out? You know, the speakmans that come onto ITV morning and that. They were the ones that took him yeah, yeah. and brought him back around. Yeah, yeah. And that's all. Yeah, I mean, I'd say everybody, you know, might need that. But you know, it might just be maybe not be able to reach out to someone. It's just reach out to reach out to anybody. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not bothered about fame. Fame doesn't yeah. bother me because we're all human beings. At the end of the day, we like we says, we all feel hurt. We all feel emotions. Let's all start working together and let's start looking out for each other. As today, you can see the pain because I'm sitting here now and I tell you, and I just look over at Byron and I can see the pain in him. I can see it in his eyes. I can see the enthusiasm, the passion in the ball for them that really want to make this work. And with us at Volker Rog, we're going to help them. I can guarantee you that everything that we do here, we everything that we've said we've done, we've made it a reality. And this is what we're going to do. We need to start helping. And kids, you need to start helping yourself because it does boil down to choices as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're right there. I mean, like you said, there's choices. It does boil down to at choices. The age, they're, they're only thinking of the here and now at the minute. They're not thinking about the rest of their lives or the rest of the other people's lives. It's like you say, you get gang of kids, bullying one kid, Put yourselves in that position, yeah. Put yourselves in that position of the kid you're bullying or you're calling names that you think it's just a bit harmless. I'm saying a few names, yeah. That's what I was getting called. Mm-hmm. I swear that it scarred me for life. I still remember it now, and I wish I could go back and tell that kid who was me as a kid, listen, it gets better. Do you know what I mean? Because we were talking earlier about suicide. I used to have suicide, I didn't realise until recently, didn't I? Yeah. We've been talking. Yeah. I didn't realise he's doing his job. Like, yeah. He's seen me you upset. Don't realize, yeah. upset. Next week, I'll say to him, Jesus Christ, Rob, I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Go, I didn't know I felt like I was a kid. Yeah, yeah because weird. I didn't realise yeah. until I got older. Yeah. I was having suicide. I wasn't thinking of killing myself yeah. or taking my own life. I, exactly at the age of. Before. I mean, I'm talking about the age of six. I remember it. I remember, like, when I tell part of my story, I'll say, like, you know, most kids, birthdays, they're blowing out the candles on the birthday cakes, they make a wish, yeah, and they're wishing for well, big presents or mm-hmm. loads of money mm-hmm. or whatever. I was wishing not to be there. You know, not, I, I was yeah. wishing, I was, I was wishing I was dead or I wasn't there. I was away from that situation of that constant harassment day in, day out. And like you say, it wasn't the, the physical side that got me, it the fighting and that. It, it was the names. It was the, the verbal. That's yeah. why somebody, you, talk, you put it to some of these kids and you say, like, you know, what's the worst? And a lot of them will say the physical. Because, you know, it is because it hurts. and mm-hmm. it's, But it was the words for me. Then they, I'd be stood there and remember it was break time or dinner time. You know, I'm second year senior school. And then you've got, like, the fourth year lads 
five, six, seven, ten of them stood around me, dragging me out in the middle of their break, or yeah. the, and they're calling me these names. I'm thinking, oh, please don't say it, please don't say it, not in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah don't embarrass me. Please don't say the N word in front yeah, of everybody. Yeah. Boom, he drop it, and I thought, oh, and that was worse than getting punched. That was worse than getting punched. I'd rather for the, I'd rather took the punch, mate. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather have took the punch than that word in front of everybody. You know what I mean? It was embarrassing and humiliating. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I mean, and now you know, I'm not, con I'm not condoning that word, but you know, in rap, rappers and rap songs, they need to change word, themselves. Yeah, but that word now, it, I mean, I'm not saying I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but in my eyes, I'm not that word will never be good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But rappers, black rappers and whatnot, yeah. The word isn't it offensive. Uh, you know, uh, you know it's offensive, but the tongue. Did, did you get what I'm saying? They, 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 what they did with they the, the word, word. They turned the word around yeah. so they could stop using it as a derogatory. A derogative word. Yeah. I'm not saying switch, it's a good. Yeah. yeah we're going to switch it back. Yes, yeah. we're going to say, it, but you know, you can't. Yeah, say exactly. It. But back in my day, the word was derogative. Was a big, Full big, stop. Yeah, it was a big, big, word, big word. Big word. And I knew I was getting called it walking down, walking home from school. You know what I mean? You're walking home from school and just a gang of lads across the way. Yo, you know, drop the M word down. You think, oh my God. Do you know what I mean? I can't get away from it no matter where I go. Do you know what I mean? And like you say, as a six, seven, eight, nine year old kid, you don't understand yourself. Do you know what I mean? It's like, why is this happening to me? You don't know. Do you know what I mean? And you, you, now, like now I'm older and <clears throat> wiser, the kids that were doing it to me, they probably didn't realise, peer pressure, like you but say, you, but you've got to remember, they didn't realise probably. You, you have to remember that when people talk about racism, I say to racism because I'm older now, more wiser, like you said, so as we said, Robin, me and you were the same age, um, I'm a lot more wiser. It's something that's passed on. Yeah. Racism's passed exactly, on. Exactly, yeah. It's something that passes on. So, yeah. example with the kids, example like the kids today, today, some guy in the house, got a machete, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. This kid's thinking is the big thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Now this kid wants to be like this kid. Mm. Yeah. So there's peer pressure there, straight yeah. to it there, yeah, exactly. without even realising. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, as I say, we're training ASIS now, and I'm a bit of a, a science buff. I put it all into my talks, really, because science, I don't care anyone says science don't lie. It's as simple as that. If you saw a UFO, you believe in a UFO, don't you? Yeah, UFO. So you've got to believe what you believe in. Yeah. And ASIS is Adverse Childhood Experiences. I'm reading that off paper because I always say one of the words wrong. And it has been scientifically proven that if a kid, like Rob, for example, that's what I'm going to go into now, that like he's suffered all that, that racism as growing up, these release chemicals in the brain called norad noradrenaline. Yes. Okay, that's my PTSD. The problem with noradrenaline is it, it triggers like your fight response, your yeah. fight or fight. Yeah, but other times Robert's walking down the street, he's thinking you get that adrenaline, don't you? You feel like you're gonna yeah. wear your pants, you know? And uh, and uh, all the chemicals release in your body. The problem is with noradrenaline when it's released for prolonged periods of time, when you shouldn't be in fight or flight mode, your mm -hmm. brain knows why am I in this all the time? Mm -hmm. That affects your brain. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, when kids, I've got a pair for you. This is we're, we're trained in this now, and this has been let's say have been scientifically proven or global mm. so this is now fact that's mm -hmm. why we're trained in it if a child has four or more uh, bad experiences as a child for example racism that Rob had yeah. suicidal thoughts that Rob had uh, being bullied that's another one ch uh, foster care yeah. uh, parent separation murder yeah. Yeah. death Adult, you know, you can imagine that some yeah. children are scoring a 10 plus yeah. I scored a 7 on mine but luckily you know, some people look like I say, a lot of my so look. I met the right people and stuff like that. Yeah. Coming from a bad, very bad dad when I was younger, facing jail sentences, things like that, and I managed to just tip over the edge and I, and I kind of went on the right path. Yeah, so this, is, this is brilliant. But listen to how scary this is, right? So if a child has had this, this I know this, but I'm reading it off here, so it's more scientific. Uh, if a child's got four or more 
um, experiences. experiences in, in a young, uh, let's say pre uh, pre teenager life, or it could even go into the you know into the teens. teens, teens yeah. Yeah. They're three times more likely to have cardiac disease or type two diabetes. Yeah. They're sixteen times like more likely to use drugs, including cocaine or heroin and they are 20 times more likely to have gone to prison at any point of their life now when you add all that into this is my theory a bit long-winded but you'll think see if you both agree i think rob said before my theory of life karma care i believe the last generation because the generation before without even knowing educates the generation after yes peer pressure i want to be like that i want to wear that shell tracksuit you know whenever i want to i want to be a football hooligan and it it goes and goes goes on on and now you know, now you've got look at who, now, yeah, yeah. Now you've got now hooligans seems to have died down a bit, but now crimes, crime crimes, yeah. crimes have gone so, up. So you add aces into the mix now, okay? So you've got aces. This is obviously this has only just come around recently, okay? Yeah. Right. So, but now you've got that in your head, right? I'll tell you my reason for knife crime. What I believe, I truly believe, between nineteen ninety and year two thousand was the last generation of people that had structure as in how to be raised right to an extent yes, yes. the first port like the first experience of punishment and being put on the right track is by the parent mm-hmm. let's remove that now because mm-hmm. if you smack your child in public you can't do nothing you, can't you do nothing. shout at your child in public you will get harassed as a yes, bad parent yes, social yes, media yes, will hound you yes, and before yes. you know it the neighbours can see child services are at your door yeah, yes. remove that so, so we've not got that, right? So little smack, to, smack one baby, now crying, once sweets, gets everything at once. Yes. Pass that on to the second, the, second, the level two, let's call it, primary school care. Teachers can't even show anger in their voice. Don't even raise their voice because they will offend somebody. All right, no matter what that's actually, correct, yes, exactly. It's yeah. gone wrong. So remember, you've still got aces in your head, okay? Mm-hmm. So that child now is going into the, into the, you know, in high school where where you do get that, everyone knows no matter what generation from high school is difficult for some people. I was quite popular, but it's still difficult for me. It's, it's still you know difficult what I mean? for everybody because yeah. you're learning so, your way. So then the high school teachers are dealing with, the they're on level three now, yes, they're dealing yes. with level three of, of, wow, what is this child doing? They're trying to help this kid, they're trying to help this kid. Yeah, don't want to listen to it because he's never had rules before in their life, yes. he or she have never had rules to follow or punishment for their actions, okay? Aces is still in your mind, yes. okay? So now the scoring, let's say a six, then they enter the big bad world. Police can't do anything. To them, parents can't. Tell them people nothing. are more quicker to get their phones out recording the police. You see these videos are all over social yeah, media, yeah, yeah. and everyone's there. There's a million so comments wrong. slagging yeah. the police so off, wrong. but they don't so even know. That guy could have had yeah. a knife ten minutes exactly. ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you, so then, ideations again. The back mm-hmm. of your head. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're scoring high now. Okay. Yeah. And then they get finally get caught for doing something. They go to the prisons, and the justice system it's is crap. so backwards. Crap, yeah. They end up going in in prison. With PlayStations, Xboxes, yeah. stuff like that. Like a holiday. Yeah, like a holiday. Yeah. It is, I've, I've heard people say that prison was like a holiday. I've, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. known people who have been in jail come out and said, I oh, were better off in there. Yeah, exactly. I oh, were better so, off in there. So, so you add that all to that me. together into a pan, and the final ingredient is how social media is like nitrous to yeah. an argument. You add peer pressure in. You had the lack of no rules, you stir that up and pour it out and you have served up a culture and a generation of people that have got no people. rules. Yeah, and restrictions and no, or no, no more rules, yeah. no rules, no it's like no you can talk to a 13 year old, like when I was a 13 year old, even though I was a, quite a bad 13 year old when I was younger, I was still a kid, I was still in my popper trackies, mm-hmm. my Reebok trainers, I was still having a nice pop on the yeah. street, riding yeah. my bike, putting a can in it, but yeah I was bad. 
you know, but I was still a child. Yeah. You talk to a 13-year-old now, no. you can go in a nightclub and a 13-year-old, I'm telling you now, a 13-year-old yeah. could be out looking 22, getting yeah. served alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's there a is, fact. Yeah, yeah. There is, uh, <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah. So there's, there's no such thing now. I, I truly believe there's no, there's no such thing as teenage years. I believe you are born, you're a child, you're an infant. And then adult. Adult. At yeah, the age of 12. Big. And the problem is, that period of time, you're between 13 and 21 is when you are supposed to make mistakes you're supposed to cheat you know it sounds bad sounds bad steal yeah, something yeah, from yeah, the shop yeah. stole something out your mum's purse get punched yeah. off someone who something. you should have getting punched <laughs> yeah. off cheat on your girlfriend yeah. whatever it is come in later than you and then your reality kicks in and you go I need to make some money here yeah. and you got in the right path of where you want to be now that is my reason why now crime is where we are because as a society we are now more worried about what other people think, think. to what we should actually be thinking about and you, and you know what I'm gonna say something about your yeah your idea and the science in there right yeah. well, I'm gonna say about your idea yeah. I've been saying this for ages yeah or do you agree then I've been saying this for ages. Right, that's what I mean. And because I, 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 I hate it. Sorry, no, I, I, yeah. I, it makes my... I, I get goosebumps talking about it. There's nothing worse than turning morning TV on and they're talking about knife crime going and the slam we need to blame politicians yeah, listen yeah, the yeah, politician yeah, yeah. does not put a yeah. knife in someone's hand yeah. we need to blame the police I went out with the police about three weeks ago and within ten minutes we got a 13 centimetre knife off the street mm -hmm. ten minutes the police oh my the god they do some yeah. crazy work and yeah. they've all got, one of them had a black eye where did you get that from oh I got punched out of fight yesterday did you, like did you, did you um, I'll send it to you later yeah um, there's a guy who came on police officer and he done it, I know who the police officer is, but he done it kind of quietish, but he went on the news. And he came on and he told, you know, as kids, we, we hate the police, we don't like them. You know, yeah. as kids, you do kids things, you do stupid yeah, 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 You're yeah. supposed to do that as a kid, like yeah. what he's saying. And the, cop, the police has come on and he's, and he's like broke it down. And he goes like, look, I even I'm scared to go out there now. He goes, I've... I hate going out and holding body parts together because the worst thing of holding the body parts together is my colleagues. Yeah, it's because crazy. they're scared to go out. They're underrun. They're yeah. not getting no money to police. Yeah, no and you know, I used to say as a kid growing up myself, just like everybody else, oh, I hate the police. I hate yeah. the police. But they've yeah. got to do a job. Yeah. But they're not getting the means neither to yeah. do their job. Yeah. So I just say with England, and I say it like this, oh, the government don't care because in. In the UK, around the world, we're facing so much different things, like we're saying with the ACE. Yeah. Because, like, I'm going to catch up back on what you said, Robin. This is what happened to me. Racism. Ended up being a fighter, smacking everybody yeah. out and doing stupid things like that. One day I come home, had an argument with my mum. Yeah. Mum, why did you bore me here? Yeah. So you imagine me going up to my mum and saying, Mum, why did you grow me and born me in England? Yeah. Considering she comes from Jamaica. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was a racism. And I says, Mum, why did you bore me? And so I ended up having an argument with my mum. Yeah. And I looked on the side. And a lot of people don't even know this. People who know me know it, but a lot of people don't know. Yeah. And I looked on the side and I saw my sister's tablets. And when my mum's turning, doing the cooking and the washing up, she doesn't see me. I just downed all the tablets. Uh, and I, I got, because I was angry at me yeah. as a kid. Yeah. It was my temper more than yeah. anything. Yeah. So I left out the house, walked down the road, and then my mum must have turned around and realised it's in the bottle up because yeah. it was for my sister and realised yeah. it was open. And she must have found my dad. My yeah. dad's come out of work because my dad come out of work about them days. You know, you got slapped them days. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. So I got down by the shops, a place called David's Discount in Wolverhampton. I was growing up. And my dad's pulled up, he says, get in the car. I says, no, dad. No, in that era, you don't tell your dad no. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah, do those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. But I did because, you know, as a kid, in them days, 
it was be quiet and do what you're doing. So you, you had all this pent upness and you didn't know where to put the pent upness. Yeah. So I was really hurt by somebody derogating me, telling me, go back on my banana boat. And I'm yeah. saying to him, what do you mean a banana boat? We're flying planes. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you know what I mean? Think about what you say now for what that made you do. That's it. It's ace. Yeah. This is it's what I'm trying to say. Really it's ace. Yeah. And this is, this is the thing. When we was growing up, we got a smack on the ass, yeah. and it, it woke us up. I yeah. believe in this. I believe a child should get a smack. And I'm just going to say I've got to like, I'm going to just say no, that. I don't, no, I, don't, I don't mean yeah. go around oh, and this, yeah. There's child. no fine line between abuse and punishing I mean, punishing your child if he's done something wrong. Right, yeah. let's take the PlayStation off there. Yeah. You've told him 15 times yeah. and you've cracked him around it. That's yeah. what I mean by yeah, punishing yeah, your child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean these people that abuse the child and bury them to death and child services are coming around. No, I don't mean that kind of... Um, policing or you know um, well, we got to the point where you can't even give you what your kids yeah. for stern words yeah. that's, that's Listen, the problem the problem is as well also um, Byron is when they took the law away from the parent being the parent and gave the, the law to the child now the, yeah. most parents are scared for the, what the child's even telling them now yeah, yeah, yeah. because they think they're going to be the ones that start yeah, yeah. we need to get that law talk to the government yeah. and kick it out yeah. because if we don't start changing these little yeah. things yeah. it's going to be the, everybody's going to be ace I think all three of us can agree, agree on this you're raising I've seen Rob's kid and he's, he's like a, a star right but the, you've got it's polite, polite, yeah, he's polite. we can all agree this a child and a teenager needs guidance, yes. punishment and rules because yeah. they have not life. got the life experience exactly. at that point Anything of their else. lives exactly. to know any, now, any better. Yeah. Now, how you how you punish yourself? Yeah, I don't, because we used to get battered as kids. Yeah, right? I but did. Listen, my dad only hit me once, Rob, I told you, my dad only hit me once. I got my phone robbed, right? And he, he was like the fourth phone. And the previous week before, he bought me a moped. And it lasted two weeks. And police would be tackling me off it, right? He hit me once. I still, to this day, remember him hiding behind the door. And he just went, you little... Yeah. Yeah. Down me, lights out, done. I woke up next day, I woke up next day. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up in a box of bad times. I got on the floor, sat down, he went, whatever made me do that again. Never again did that yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. No, Never again. No, but that's what I mean yeah. by punching child. Give them that fear factor. Yeah. 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 Don't you want me yeah. to do that again? Yeah. Yeah. If my see, dad gave me a clip, I'd be yeah. like, you yeah. know what? Oh. Yeah, see, that was it. See, that was it. In that, my era, we used to get a cramp, we used to get battered. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm talking about you had a scuff on your shoes, you got battered. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I remember growing up, right, and thinking, to be honest, you know what I mean, this is just my personal point of view. I remember growing up thinking, you know what, when I have kids, I ain't going to lay a finger on them. Because I remember... <laughs> what it felt like. <laughs> what it felt like. Now, there's different way. you know what I mean, it's like some people might condone that, some people might not. Yeah, I'm not saying it's wrong or it's right, I'm just talking about my yeah, experience. Mate, you grew up to be three times world champion well, yeah. boxing or... My little boy, my little boy well, now. Not everybody can probably have that though. Yeah, no. yeah, but then again, that's down to individual, because there's always going to be good and, and bad choices. No, yeah, but it's like, it's like, my, it's like now, my, I've got a little boy of eight, Oscar he's called, and it's like, what, like... You, you know, I've got, I've got a good relationship with him. You know what I mean? It's very rare that I have to, have to roast him or bollock him or whatever you yeah, want to call him. Yeah. Yeah. And when I do, it's just to raise the voice, oh, Oscar, and, and, and you know what? And it's upset. It's so upset. It's, I'm mad as it's, I'm a big softie at heart, don't get me wrong. And he starts feeling, sorry, daddy, sorry, daddy. And he starts filling up. And it's genuine as well. Mm-hmm. And then I start filling up. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I start getting upset because he's upset. Yeah, but I've got to hold myself together because yeah, I'm his dad. Do you know what I mean? He's killing I'm you. his dad. Yeah. So I've got, to, I've, got to, I've, got to, I've got to, you know, stand firm on that one. But what the point I'm trying to get to is, just from raising my voice, yeah? And like you say, different, sorry, people. different kids is different, you know, my, different ways to, to, to get it. 
my Oscar, yeah, I Oscar, no, or whatever, and he'll stop, and he, like you say, he'll get upset, yeah, and I know when he's got upset, yeah, that he's genuine, he's yeah, genuinely yeah. sorry for what he's done, I'm not talking he's done anything major, I've just bought him a new toy and he's yeah. crashed it into a tree and he busted yeah. it or something, I'm like, Oscar, that costs money, blah, 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 do you know what I mean, and he's like, he's only eight, <laughs> but what, the point I'm trying to make is, passing down life skills, that's what I mean, yeah. he loves playing on the Xbox with me and things like that, we play soldiers, all I do is if you don't behave, you're not doing that off, yeah. we're not going to be doing it. Oh, Daddy, no, no, no. That's, 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 a, punishment. that's, it. that's, that's a punishment. No, that's my punishment too. Yeah, that's a punishment. Do you know I mean? Now, everybody's punishment is different from want to crack the kids or whatever. I'm not saying that's upset. That's not my way of... I, yeah, like I say, no, no, I agree with you, Robin, because like I said, we, we, we all got the battery. Yeah, with my yeah. kid... I, that was I, our era, though. That was... I've got a thing where I do with my kids is, um, what did I just say to you? And they'll be like, mm. yeah. because they know that dad's voice level is going to go Exactly. Up. Yeah, you yeah. know the voice level? Because yeah. I got smacked. So obviously, like you said, Robin, you yeah. don't really want to dish that out. Like I have clicked my child around the yeah. house because I've told you like 10 times yeah. not to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you're not listening to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to support you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've yeah. got to listen to yeah, dad yeah. when dad's talking. Yeah. So I try and do that. The hardest thing now because of society and your kid, you're going to have kids telling your kids all this crap. So you're gonna, it's a kid's growing up. Yeah. Your kid's got to do wrong. They're going to do stupid things. Yeah. They're going to make a wrong move. This is part of growing up before you get into your adulthood. Yeah. But I'm going to just say out to all these people out there, um, and I'll just say open and straight, let's get back to looking out for the youths. Yeah. I remember when I was growing up, I'm not saying that we don't get smacked by the big kids and they didn't nick our little sweets so yeah, we have to buy sweets so we don't get a slap. And that. But that at the same time, they used to put their arms around us. Nobody could come in the area and try and do something to us to prevent that. Yeah. As the older kids, so they'd look out for the little kids. We yeah. need these bigger kids. Yeah. Looking out for these little kids now because sometimes I've noticed and what I see because I, I know the badness on the streets. Yeah. I used to be a bad boy yeah. myself, so I know what goes on. Sometimes it's these big people that are enticing the kids as well. Yeah, we're talking about grooming. Yeah, it's grooming. So it's, 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 it's a big. It's it's not just one thing that's causing it. I always say for one thing, it's a billion. It's a millions of things that cause these situations. Yeah. So like he says, the bullying, the knife crime, the peer pressure. They're all interlinked. They're all interlinked. It's yeah. not one thing that's Na causing it. Knife, knife crime isn't skin, it isn't a hoodie, it isn't a, a male, a it isn't a female. A race. And it most definitely, and he said, they asked me this question when I was on, I think it was BBC a few months ago, mm -hmm. like, what do I compare the deaths in London to Preston? I said, no, that's a, that's a myth, that's you even be coming out of your mouth. You, you one death, yeah, one death anywhere in the country because people segregate each other all the time for, again, through skin. Male, female, hoodies, gangs. Yeah, I mean, it used to be North and yeah, South. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's one country. What yeah. are we talking yeah, about? We're all humans. So what What on earth are people talking about when they try and compare deaths from postcodes? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's non-existent. The simple fact is, after all what we've just discussed now, what I'm getting, which I think you'll both agree, knife crime isn't anything but culture. Yeah. Culture has evolved yeah. through no fault of our own. And created this. Yeah. Granted, yeah, even music, even yeah. you know, the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you imagine you, it's because we've allowed things. that yeah. to happen. And loads of things. Yeah, it's like you. The only one thing I say what the government could do, and I do believe that maybe, maybe I, I for fact I do believe this. Not maybe I do believe that if they, were, they say like say the living expenditure was lower than what it is to what the minimum wage is, yes. I do think people could earn a decent living. Without having to go out there yeah. and do, why would why, I, I know I've got friends that are bad still and I can't hang around with them now because it's a job and you know that and you respect me for it. They'll go out in one night and learn a month's wage. 
And I'll be like, how have you done that? Yeah, Why are you risking I'm yourself? And they'll go, well, why would I go to work nine to five, get some guy shouting at me who does no idea who I am, what I've done in my life, when I can go out and earn it in a night? And I do get that. I, I understand. I it sounds Survival. very stupid. When I was a kid, you can go to the shop of a pound and come out of a full bag worth of stuff. Yeah. You go to the shop now of a pound. Can't buy nothing. You can't, can't, buy, you nothing can't buy nothing apart from a scratch card. How much is a can of coke? That's seventy p. You can buy a scratch card for a quid. That's gambling. Do you know what I mean? It's I don't stand this out when we do the talks that you can buy knives now for ninety nine p off certain websites that I legally can't mention. Oh, and you could listen. You can go to the shop. That was an interesting fact. I, I talked that we were at the other day, I can't remember. I remember it was your talk yeah, the other yeah. day and the guy was saying about uh, he died, oh God, what was it now? Oh, gambling with teenagers. Yeah, yeah. And it was like four, he said like, you know, what are the highest uh, things that he said, like, you know, knife crime. Oh, yeah, the four, the four yeah, killers gambling. of yeah, young yeah. people. Gambling. And I never believe gambling, yeah, but gambling's in there. Because yeah, it's, it's in like there. Because you, yeah. you look at it's it now, every other advert on the TV, yeah, is bingo this and because people think because it's bingo it's Mavis Blue rinse at the bingo yeah, on, on a Thursday yeah, yeah. night it's yeah. it's still gambling yeah. do you know what I mean it's like you can do it on the internet back to what I said then as well that actually works perfect Rob just said if you think people are gambling that thinking it's innocent this ain't gambling you take into account that person the average person who goes to bingo is going to be a low earner a low income they're using their income they're using their income so it's going to to their children, which increases more poverty, which then increases ACES, then which increases, increases people to go and rob because now you've got to get money. So, when people yeah. say, I said before, well, I hate I, it, I have to turn the TV over when there's politicians and people on the news, all is it Good Morning Britain, all that, and they're sat there between them going, Knife crime's your fault, knife crime's government fault, knife yeah. crime's police fault. No, 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 knife crime is human's yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, we cause it. It doesn't matter what you've got on who you are. Yeah, don't pinpoint it, nobody. That's why. Yeah. that question they always ask on the news again TVs that uh, they're all confused at what, what, how can we stop knife crime and stuff like that but the thing is the reason why we don't understand it is because it's the first generation yeah. Of, yeah. that we've gone into this that we've never happened you even think about it and it sounds very weird but World War One, World War Two, right they were bad times for our country right but why did we go to war to better the next generation yeah, exactly. which they both successfully yeah. did now this is the first time we've moved into a generation that what? we have no war against knife crime but what, what, what does, Apart, what uh, does uh, war well, do? Remember, yeah. war carries on that mentality yeah. as well. Well, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I suppose that's full circle back to what me and Rob do. Is it's, that it, everything's we're, a full we're, circle? We're doing all this hard work now, so the generation after, which, to be quite frankly, if I'm quite honest, it might even be the generation after, after that. I think it's going to be the generation that will benefit after. from our what's the fruits of our labour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's getting back to it. Yeah. Yeah. When I suffer my PTSD, Rob gets upset every single day when he talks about his skin. He does, mm -hmm. and I, I, people see me crying my talks. I, get, I say to the kids at the end when I do the, the ACES and they all realise that I'm giving them a little tiny bit of my body every time yeah, I do a yeah, talk, yeah. right? But if we have to make sacrifices yeah, like that for the next generation, hopefully me and you can... Yeah. can I mean, that's what it's about. That's why it's part and parcel why we're doing these stuff. It's because these kids... Yeah, and you can see, like we did one at a local boxing club the other day. Um, I would just go to see a friend as it goes, and we ended up, like, he mentioned some kids and that as well, I think it was like 10 of them. So he says to me, um, so I'll, I'll get, have a little talk with these kids, will you? And I was like, Tommy ain't got long. He said, come on. So anyway, ends up sort of chatting to these, and they're all sat there, hands down the pack. They all had their hoods up. 
Yeah, we're signing up like a, a warm room. They're all sat there with their hoods up. So I'm trying to make it. And the, what you've got to find is you've got to get onto their level. That's no disrespect to these guys. Yeah, right? I don't mean it on a level as a lower level. I don't mean that. I just mean on a level, full stop. You've got to get on their level. Yeah, you don't need to be. You coming in as an authority to get, you're going to switch off straight away. I'm not saying you've got to be effing and jeffing and all that. No. I don't mean that. What well, I mean is you've got to get on their level, talk to them. You know, as human beings, as normal beings, guys, why you do what you do? We sat there with your hood up, is what I said to him. No one had an answer. I said, so, I said, it's red hot in here. And I laughed and joked about it, because it didn't, you know, if you want to sit there with your hood up, that's up to you. Do you know what I mean? I'm not suffering. But I asked why. It's the mentality. Exactly, and it's just like that hoodie mentality. And I went, all right, cool, you all sit there with your hood up. Within half an hour, yeah, we're talking to him and whatnot, I had them all trading. Yeah, like I say, we did the boxing gym. I had them all doing a bit on the boxing pads and they loved it. They loved it. I'm not saying they're all going to become boss. Some of them were actually decent. But, but Some of them were the decent. And they loved it. It was something different and it was somebody. Because I said to them, I have a laugh with them. I said, hang on a minute, guys. I said, you know, when I were 15, I wish a world champion or somebody, you know, what I would achieve what I've achieved. I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but somebody had achieved what I'd achieved who come around and spoke to me. I'd have been like, wow. Yeah, I'd have been on cloud nine. I made the most of it. Wow. Someone comes to me Do you know what I mean? A world champion. And that's. That's part of what we're talking about now is respect for other human beings. That's what we've lacking. All of us. Yes, all of us. Yes, it's like the other day yes. I was in the gym, yeah? I'm on the cross trainer. And there was an oldest lady next to me on the cross and she was going for it. She was going for it. I mean, I proper go for it. And you know what the end? And I thought, good girl, go on, keep going, keep going. In my head, I'm saying yeah. this. And when it finished, I thought, you know what? I want you to give it a high five. Yeah, yeah. You can't go. Yeah, oh. exactly. You should sit in there and I, I, I was doing me heading because I thought just yeah. say to me. Oh, you know I never what? do you relax. Oh. I do because I'm, I'm pro. I used to be Northwest champion too. Oh, I was yeah. and yeah. I, you can imagine I was four percent body fat. Yeah. Everyone used to look at me at the gym like, right, well, you know, because I put the yeah. hard work in and yeah. stuff like that. And I, I have honestly in the past, because I'm personal trainer as well. I've got, got here, mate. You know, I'm not me funny. I'm in good shape. I'm doing this competing, blah blah blah. Can you just lift your arm? Learn me. I just don't want you hurt yourself. Look, why are you telling me that for? Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, mate, I work here. What, what, what you yeah. mean? On the offensive. On the offensive, all I wanted to do was just go, well done there. Well, I mean, yeah. she didn't have a clue what I wanted, it didn't matter. I would have got a made a complaint about exactly. it. No, you have no amnesty, I'm going to give a little nod afterwards, but I just thought, and straight afterwards I thought, you know what, isn't it sad in this day and age, yeah. in this society, that we can't even say, oh, well done, without it's weird, it, worrying yeah. about she's going to take offence to Social media has removed our social power. But do you know what I do, and I say to everybody is this, Every day, speak to somebody new. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still this open the doors. No, this is how it works. Speak to somebody new. Sometimes at adults, you need to remember that you used to be a kid yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Some parents don't realise that as well. Yeah. And I just think that if we all come together, you're doing a brilliant thing. You're doing a brilliant thing. Yeah. SGF, Safety Guide Foundation, is doing a brilliant thing. But remember, people, Safety Guide Foundation hasn't got one platform. They've got a fair few platforms in the Safety Guide Foundation. The time is going to be wrapping up now. So what I'm going to say to people is, have you heard today the conversation with Robin, the conversation with Byron? This shows that... We, People with classes as nobodies. This is a guy that probably didn't pass school. Robin was a guy that was um, being bullied at school. And do you think people of us would be here trying to make the change of the world when we've got people in higher positions that's doing nothing? So my philosophy is this, come on, let's get together. Let's try and make this change. I'm going to guarantee you once again, this change is not going to come about unless we all start working together because... It's not just a Manchester where we are today. Manchester, that's trying to make the change. And it's Manchester's got to do all of the job to make the change. No, 
we're all a part of it and we all need to feed into this if we don't feed into this the change will not come these people are here with ourselves with other people that we work with and we're trying to make this change we can't make this change on our own you need to buy into this mentality because it is a mentality and it's a change of mindset we live in a world of mindsets where people are down got no money want to kill themselves want to rob people anger issues violent issues negativity. mental issues mm -hmm. it's negativity i just want people like ourselves today and people that's been on the show it's, it's a positive vibe a simple you, hello a simple hello yeah, a, a simple, simple nod of the head when you pass somebody it does me i know it does yeah. me somebody said Especially if it's a, an attractive lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that always helps. No, but even that, even that. Even that. Even you think, well, it's not, you a, good it's not a dating podcast, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm but single but you, too. <laughs> but you feel good but, about but, yourself. But, but, and that the goodness yeah. then yeah. spreads yeah. on to yeah. someone yeah. else. And, and, and vice versa. Yeah. You open the door for someone. Says, when someone gives you the negative feedback, then that also. I'm the type of person, I'll go to bed at night and I'll think of something that happened a week ago and I won't sleep. Yeah, that's what I mean. I try to turn my phone off. But you sit in bed and you think, I'm not a person. So, I would like to say thank you very much, Byron, thank you, for having me on the show. Thank you very much. Love, and thank you for coming on, Robin. Um, we are going to pack up now, and I'm going to just leave two words with Robin to leave with us and with Byron. How do you think we can change the community feel and bring Byron, the boys go, back? You go first, mate. Going off what you just said then, we were, obviously if people listen to this, hopefully they take taken on board what we said and our feelings and what we do and stuff like that. But like you said a minute ago, instead of buying into iPhones and trainers, how about you buy into yourself and your family yeah, and your yeah, mates? Yeah. And that way, a little bit of love and respect will go mild. You will change someone's day. You could you might yeah. say hello to someone, buy into that person. Completely change their day. Completely change their day. And, and also, I would like to add one thing onto that, which, as we all know, go go to the gym and go and run on the exactly. Gym. Focus because on the something. endorphins yeah. that yeah. come into you your brain. Your brain exactly. Listen, we are both living proof. We are both living proof of that. Because yeah. I were in the gym six hours after my brother was killed, yeah. and that saved my life. Yeah. Other things, I'm my good good partner and good like good people around me. But that gym paid. Played a massive part in saving my life. So you can make a simple change, like I just said, there. a simple hello, open a door for someone. How you doing, mate? Whatever. You know, we go into work, everyone have a good weekend on a Monday. Yeah. And that's it, do you know what I mean? Just simple things like that. It, it ignites positive vibes. Positivity breeds positivity. Negativity breeds negativity. If somebody can say to you something negative early on in your day, that can mess your whole day up. No, it will mess That will mess your whole day up. You'll be thinking, especially I'm a thinker. Do you know what I mean? Oh God, I've upset somebody, what we've done, blah, 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 I want to put it right, blah, blah, blah. It might not even be that serious. Do you know what I mean? But it'll play on my brain and my mind all day long. Yeah, I'm not saying from my negativity then, I'm going to go and do negativity to somebody else. But what I'm saying is, yeah, it's my focus of mind then is like, oh no, I'm worrying about this, worrying about that. Yeah, forgetting to open the door for someone, looking down while I'm crossing the street instead of looking up, being proud. You know, how you doing, mate? You okay? I, I actually said that right, to somebody the other day and they looked like me like I was an alien just for saying, yeah. all right, mate, how you doing? Do you know what I mean? They just, yeah. I was in a good mood, blah, blah, blah. And he looked at me like I was a stranger. But yeah. he probably walked off, even though he was, it wasn't, ne you know, a negative. Yeah. You probably don't think about that for the rest of the day. No, you'll be thinking about that for the rest of the day. And he was probably like, it was him. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, wasn't saying it because of Robin Reed or anything. It was yeah. just a, a guy passing the guy in the street. How you doing, pal? And that were it. So the, the, the important part, respect each other. We're all human beings. And let's pass on the message. Yeah. Yeah, pass on that message. <laughs> 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 I've done that on purpose. I've played them up. So, like I says, 
Thank you very much for coming on today, Byron. Thank you very much, everyone, as well, Robin. Thank you. Thank you very much, Safety Guide Foundation, doing massive, brilliant things for the community. And one thing I would like to leave you in your mind today is one, well, a few words, and that is try to make a change. Thank you very much for episode 17, and we'll catch you on the next episode 18 when we release it online. Thank you. Yay! Bye. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.